You're listening to the HR Happy Hour Show with hosts Steve Bowes and Trish McFarlane. Since 2009, the HR Happy Hour Show has been bringing you thought leaders, workplace and technology experts, academics, and more to take on the most important and interesting topics impacting work, human resources, technology, and the workplace. Learn more and listen to all the show archives at www.hrhappyhour.net. Hey, welcome to the HR Happy Hour Show. My name's Steve Bowes. I am joined by, of course, Trish McFarland. Trish, how are you? I'm good, Steve. How are you? I am fantastic. It is a Friday. We're recording this on a Friday. We want to do a special emergency, <laughs> a special emergency HR Happy Hour Show prior to the HR Tech Conference, which starts next week. And I just want to let the listeners in to a little behind the curtain, a little behind the scenes thing on the HR Happy Hour show before we get on with the content to talk about HR tech. We normally do this show on Skype with no video. We just, it's audio only. We record the audio. Obviously, it's a podcast. It's not a, it's not a video format. Trisha and I chat for a few minutes in the pre-show meeting, which we, in our extensive preparations for the show, which we just did. We chatted for three or four minutes with the Skype video on. We decided, why not? We'll leave the video on for the show, which we never do. And as I started the show and welcome you, welcome the listeners, bring Trish onto the show. Trish holds up her microphone, her podcasting professional Yeti microphone to indicate to me that it is, in fact, not plugged into her computer. There you go. We can still hear her so, somehow. So sound quality, my sound quality may not be uh, optimal. I was, isn't that the funniest thing? So, yeah, sorry. I didn't mean to distract, but I'm looking at my microphone thinking, why we don't A, why am, I speaking, <laughs> why am I not speaking into it? And B, I look down and it's unplugged. So, all right. Um, Should we start? I the don't show believe again? it. No, let's go. This is fine. All right. It's well, all good. Uh, it's, uh, hey, you know what? Like I always say, it's our show. It can be whatever we want it to that be. That's so. correct. So a couple things before You know we get... what? Oh, I kind of like being able to see you as we record. This is different. Yeah, though I, I've got the I've got my professional podcaster microphone with my little little screen in front of it all rigged up and I've got it mercifully covering about half of my face, which is nice for the for you to not have to see everything. And you would think that might have reminded me to use mine, but I, I, I thought <clears throat> Uh, doesn't no. matter what I thought. We must thank Virgin Pulse, Trish, of course, show sponsor since 1987. Actually, the year I was born, oddly enough, they started sponsoring the show. Can I tell you, someone really thought that that's true. It is true. Someone but... really thinks <laughs> they've been sponsored. I love Virgin Pulse so much. I have to tell you, I'm really excited um, to get to see them very, very soon. So Yeah, you will see them at HR Tech. They'll be there. They're presenting. Great friends there. That's Shout out to everybody at Virgin Pulse, www.virginpulse.com. Trish, since we have you on video, I, I had a, I like to try to stump you, or not stump you, but just drop a question on you to make you think a little bit and talk a little bit prior okay. to the show that you hadn't prepared for. Now okay. that you can actually see this, I'm going to show this from the camera. Trish, which is the best color of highlighter? Like if, you, if you're, you know, is it, is it orange, blue, neon yellow? kind of a muted yellow. I don't have a green, but green's interesting. I've, I'm trying to pack for HR tech and trying to avoid taking really? everything. So I really want to take one of these highlighters. I don't want all four of them. Which highlighter? I have, I have the best very strong highlighter? opinions. 
actually about that. Let me so I'm I'm just feeling like, you know, we are are people who have jobs that are always changing, always creative, new technologies every five seconds, you know how it is. When it comes to highlighters and things like that, I love stability and tradition in my life. And so it's you can only use the traditional yellow highlighter. Okay. Not that funny yellow one you showed me there at the end, but yeah, there's I've no, got, I've got I, sort of a greenish yellow and then a proper yellow. I don't know. It would be rare that I would use the others. I don't know. Hmm. I'm more of a traditional highlighter girl, I guess. All right. Well, good to know. And 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 the other thing I wanted to mention just real quick, not so much a question, but a comment. I saw Trish. We talked about Oreo cookies on the show a few weeks ago. Oreo in, I believe in Japan is releasing a wasabi Oreo, which I'd like to get my hands on. So if anybody's listening to this show, we have like, we have over a hundred people coming from Japan to the conference next week. Now, chances are any of them are going to hear, chances of any of them are going to hear this show or maybe, maybe. I bet 99 of them do. So, well, you'd be ready for a ton of wasabi Oreos coming your way. Yes. Any Japanese attendees uh, to the show next week, please bring me some wasabi Oreos and I'll be forever in your debt. So that's, uh, I don't have any other announcement, Trish. I am literally, as soon as we finish the show, I'm going to post this show. I'm going to finish packing. I go to the airport very early tomorrow morning to head to HR tech. So let's, I know a lot of folks in the community are going to HR tech. We, Trish, we, pro, we press release this the other day. Record attendance mm-hmm. this year at HR Tech and a record number of exhibitors coming to HR Tech. It's going to be the biggest one yet. So we thought we would uh, talk a little bit about the show. We've been going for a long time. I've been working on the show for a long time. Kind of maybe go back and forth, share some of our thoughts, our highlights, what to look for, and something really special you and I are doing as part of the show next week as well that we want to talk about too. So that's that's the agenda here for the for the emergency HR Tech podcast. Sounds good. I kind of like the emergency HR Tech podcast. I know, you know, I steal that. I listen to a lot of sports podcasts and basketball or whatnot. And every time, say, there's... Yeah, well, if if an important player gets traded, say, something like that happens, Mm. these guys feel like, and it's all guys, by the way, these guys feel like they must immediately record something and get their thoughts out about some trade or some basketball game or what happened. Oh, and that's... Okay, all right, let's do it. So they come on and say, it's an emergency podcast to talk about. uh, Okay. So here, here we go, Trish. Here's what I'm, one of the first thing I'm excited about next week at HR Tech. And just because, and by the way, if we don't mention your thing, your session, your company, your whatever in this emergency podcast, it's not a slight. We only have uh, whatever many minutes we have. There's thousands of things to talk about. So we're just going to talk about a few. So here's the first thing I want to talk about. One of my favorite uh, personalities, kind of uh, uh, influential guys, really TV star for a long time, super interesting guy, Mike Rowe. You know him from Dirty Jobs is coming to do our opening keynote Tuesday night. And I think that I'm super excited to see that. I love Mike Rowe. I love his message. He's kind of this, you know, the redefining work and what's a good job and, and kind of making sure uh, people think about jobs a little bit differently. And uh, he's a fascinating guy. In fact, Trish, we have been invited to meet Mike and hang out with him the night before. He's coming in like super early for the show. So we're going to hang out with him, maybe have a have a beverage or two. I'm super excited about that. You, Trish, you're dirty, were you a dirty jobs person, you know, Mike Rowe? Oh, absolutely. You know what I like about that is it just sort of makes um, – shows you that every job out there is actually valuable. Yeah. Right? And it doesn't matter. what It's it's more what you, what you learn about jobs that you 
might have thought were insignificant or too dirty, right, for you to do. Um, it's not the case. I mean, these are valuable jobs. And so I think he made it very um, fashionable to want to explore other, other jobs that weren't getting attention. So yeah, uh, kudos to him. I love him. I think he's amazing and I can't wait to hear him. Yeah. And speaking of that message, it's timely as well. Did you see in the news recently, Trish, about the, the actor who was formerly on the Cosby show? He played like the boyfriend of one of the Cosby girls. Did you see the story this week? I didn't see the story, no. So he's still a working actor in New York, in the New York area, I believe, New York City area. He's probably, right. he's probably in his 50s now, right? Because he was an adult, kind of young adult back in the Cosby show was on. Anyway, he's, so he's working at a Trader Joe's. He had a kind of a side job, a part-time job at the Trader Joe's, and someone took a photo of him. And, and posted it online, either Twitter or Facebook or somewhere, and said, oh, I can't believe um, Elvis, or Elvin, I think his name was, the character's name was. From the oh, Cosby yeah, show. yeah. I can't believe Elvin's working at the Trader Joe's, because it kind of still looks like him. He's older and a little bit bigger. And kind of kind of shamed him a little bit. You know, it was kind of like, oh, I can't believe this guy's working at the Trader Joe's. And then, but interestingly enough, kind of the backlash turned around against that person who kind of shamed him, job shamed him. And then mm -hmm. he did, he did, and people were rallying around the guy, like, hey, Nothing wrong with that. You're a working actor, you know. You, and and he said something that was really interesting. He went on the Today Show the next day or a couple of days later after this whole thing blew up this week, and he had a great line, which was, "All jobs are worthwhile." That was his quote. Every job is worthwhile, and I thought that was a great quote, and because it reminded me of what some of what Mike Rose is going to talk about next week at HR Tech, and it's just a great message. And so uh, kudos to him, kudos to Mike Rose. It's going to be really exciting, and I'm looking forward to meeting him too. I did meet Mike Rowe once before in person. In you a, did? Yes, I did. He won't remember this, but I do. Um, it was in a uh, Delta Sky Club in San Francisco, oh. I believe. So I'm gonna okay. I'm going to tell him the story of what happened there. It was actually kind of amusing. I sort of made fun of him a little bit. And you're going to ask him if he remembers you? No, he won't remember. I'll, I might tell the story, though, depending on... Uh, Wouldn't it be funny if he did? What yeah. if he remembers you? It involved uh, some coffee and decaf coffee and... Well, that's all that involved, really. Well, not, not not an elaborate story, but certainly an encounter. So, Mike Rowe coming to HR Very Chat, Trish. All right, that was that's my first big thing. You want to give me one? You want to give me something? Hey, what's an HR Tech thing you're either looking forward to or you like every year or something that's important to you at HR Tech? So, my favorite thing, and this has been, oh, my gosh, for at least, I think, nine years. I've been coming for nine years, something like that. And... um. It's the expo. I'm I'm so nerdy when it comes to wanting to go and see all of the different booths and talk to the vendors and see I want to see demos and I'm just really into it. And so I think that, you know, I did that when I was a practitioner because I was, you know, looking for certain technologies to buy and I just really always liked how, you know, every booth is so different. The vibe in each one is so different and it tells you so much about the company because we talk a lot about you know, people buying technologies and how you really have to find one that's not only a good um, technical fit, but one where the sort of the people and the culture of that company is a good fit as well, how important that is. It's sort of like to me when you go to HR tech, and this is more than any other event that I've ever been to, and I've been to so many, you get that. You yeah. get that when you step into their booth and get a moment with them and their people and you really see how they interact and how excited they are or not, right? <laughs> so... To me, that's the best part. And I have to tell you, I mean, the last couple of years where I was actually working for a vendor, um, I really hated it because I had to kind of stay put. Like the times that I was right. in the expo hall, I was in my own booth. And 
I didn't want that, you know, so I'm really, really looking forward to just like seriously being all over that expo hall. Yeah, a couple things about the expo. It's one of my favorite things, too, and I, I hope to spend a little bit more time in there this year couple things uh we are record number of exhibitors as i mentioned we are probably pushing for 25 maybe even 450 i, I don't know what the final number is it, it really wow. m- moves a little bit right up until the very end 400 plus for sure and oh 60 vendors in our startup pavilion which is a record for that we once again sold out that space there are 60 wow. startups in our startup pavilion which is exciting and we also are, are building two new theaters or we will build two new theaters in the expo hall for some different presentations and things that are happening during the expo. We'll talk about some of those maybe later. So really exciting. Expo is going to be blown out completely. Pub crawl on the first night. It's going to be really exciting. Uh, Everybody loves that. And expo is going to be great. So actually, Trish, that is a great thing to mention. And I guess I'd say more than ever, leave time. Leave time to tour the expo for sure. Uh, I'd like to welcome a special guest to our show. Uh, Trish, why don't you uh, talk to – this is the video here. We never do this on video, so you're trying to throw me off. But who is your special guest who joined you in, in HR Happy Hour West, HQ? I have my little dog, Marco Polo, who is blind, oddly enough. We named him way before he went blind. But, um, Aww. yeah, Aww. He he's, he's a little dude, and he just wanted to be on my lap while hey, we're recording. Yeah, so there he is. Sorry. He's nice Didn't mean- all right, Trish. So HR Tech, we talk uh, micro, big deal. Expo, big deal. I'll, I'll mention we got another, we got another couple sort of star power names coming to HR Tech this year. I mean, besides us, besides Trish and besides Steve, besides, we have Ariana Huffington coming for a special. She is so amazing for a special presentation that'll be on Thursday morning. Her I have podcast. not listened to her podcast. If okay, so seriously, whether people are going to this event or not, definitely go out to her website. She not only is, you know, just has great writing and great content, but there, she has a series of, um, interview podcasts tend to be more with celebrity type people, but they're really down to earth and it's, it's just really interesting. So I listen to those. So it'll be kind of fun to hear her live and in person. Yeah, that'll be great. She's coming on Thursday morning. And then after that, Trish, something I'm personally really excited about that I've been working on and I still admittedly need to do a tiny bit more work on this is our all-star CHRO panel from some of the world's most admired companies. So we will have the CHROs, the top HR executives from Walt Disney Company, Delta Airlines, Johnson & Johnson, BlackRock, and Accenture all on once. And me. I'm, I'm, I don't know where I'm doing up there, but that, that's pretty exciting. I've talked to all of them in the last couple of months. I am super excited to, to bring all these folks together. And what an interesting group. Great bunch of companies. Come, in fact, Trish, I'll admit, when I got on the phone with the Delta CHRO, I went all Delta fanboy because I'm a Delta oh, guy. That's right. You've always been a Delta guy. Yeah. Did she get that? She did. She, <laughs> she did. I, I said at the top, you know, I was just trying to, you know, I, I don't know her, right? And, and you never know sometimes with these executives, like how interested they are in the whole thing anyway, right? But right. um she was very, very nice, but to kind of break the ice and try to get her on my side, I mentioned, hey, I'm a Delta frequent flyer. And so she she came back with immediately like, what's my status level? She wanted to know, like she wanted <laughs> she wanted to know how serious I was. And so I had the right answer, thank, thankfully. So um, yeah, good. But uh, I'm really excited about that. And so that'll happen right after Ariana Huffington. Can I give you a little? No, you know, I maybe shouldn't say this on the show. 
Uh, I'll, 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 there's a little more insidery thing. I probably won't put this on the show just in case. I'm not sure if I'm allowed okay. to say it. So we'll. Well, you know what? I mean, since you're mentioning Thursday morning, both of those two amazing sessions are actually opening for me because Let's I'm talk about Thursday that. from 11 to noon. How about that? So how many people can say Ariana Huffington opened for them? Really? I mean, I can. I, after Thursday afternoon, I can. <laughs> that is awesome. I used to make a joke when I, I had worked for uh, folks who listened to the show for a while might remember. I worked for Oracle from for a time before I went over to start working on the HR Tech Conference. And at an Oracle event, uh, while I was still at Oracle, I think, yeah, I think I was still at Oracle. Or maybe it was just after I left. I did a panel. I moderated a panel at one of their events. And then immediately after me, Larry Ellison came on for like an hour Q&A. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I was I was always joking that I opened for Larry Ellison at the big Oracle conference, which uh, which was fun. That was a great conference. I did that, that for the um, <clears throat> for Inforum. So, well, you and I both yeah, then technically a, opened nice for Inforum 5. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, um, and the year after that, I did go on the same stage before Bruno Mars. So there you go. Big. That's big stuff. You're speechless. See, I just I am, I'm looking at my notes. I do my extensive notes. So, you know notes. what? Seriously, seriously, um, I am looking forward to my session. And the reason being because it's going to be about, um, you know, how you can succeed when you're when you're buying technology and looking for technology and sort of going through all the steps. And the thing is, is I, you know, I think when you think about all of the people who are coming there as buyers, it can be pretty intimidating, especially if it's their first or maybe only second time at the event. It can be very overwhelming because there are so many vendors, right? You have all the, the different things to offer everyone. So I think, you know, have, having a session where you sit down and really then think about like, okay, here are all the people I've talked to in the last, you know, two days. How do I start making that into something realistic that I can take back to my workplace? And then, you know, thinking about sort of the next steps, you know, how do you have relationships with these vendors or, or whatnot once you get into implementation and, and actually then going live. So while it's not a, it's not a how to on how to do any of those things specifically, it's more of a big picture look. I still think, you know, it'll be pretty valuable to have, uh, have sessions like that available to you for people. Yeah. And that, I'm glad you mentioned that Trish, that, that idea, that concept of success with HR technology, because that's the theme. That's the overarching purpose of this conference, right? It's for organizational success and people's success powered by technology. We have put so much additional content into the show since I became involved with the show about five or six years ago that are directly trying to speak to those issues, right? Around planning, around understanding the vendors and understanding the importance of culture and relationships with your vendor partners, understanding how to uh, uh, align your organization's uh, requirements and objectives with a given provider's kind of point of view, right? We're doing some vision sessions, right? Where some leading executives from some of the leading providers are going to get up there and talk about just their organization's point of view and their vision and how they see the future. Because if you're a big organization about to make a huge investment in HR and people systems, I think you kind of want to know what your provider thinks about people and the workplace and how it's changing in our relationship with technology. I think that's really important as well. So we're doing a ton of content around that subject. So uh, your, your content as well is, is, is a perfect fit for, um, for that theme and those goals. So, yeah, I think too, Steve, you know, a lot of times um, just in the general day-to-day -day writing that you might read articles and whatnot or, or other, you know, podcasts, you know, we, there's think no about, other podcast, Trish. This is the only one. <laughs> think about buying, buying HR technology and it's compared to a lot of things, right? It's compared to a lot of consumer, experiences that we have, you know, it's like, you know, using Amazon or it's like doing this or sure. like doing that. Well, 
That's only partially true. I mean, it is one of those things where when you're buying HR technology, it's not like something you buy and then all of a sudden the next day it's just in and working. It's it that's just the very beginning. It's the very first little baby step. And right. so it is different. And I think that when you're offering, you know, these opportunities for people to meet with these vendors, but then to hear what their philosophies are, that's where it does get important. It's like any relationship in your life, whether it's a romantic relationship or a friendship or a business relationship that is going to play out over time. These, these vendor relationships play out for months and sometimes years. years. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Depending on what it is you've bought and how, how, you know, big the scope is. So, um, that's probably something, you know, you mentioned, like, I don't know that, I don't think that was really talked about five to 10 years ago. And I think that is becoming more important you know, the people who are buyers, they want to know that they want yeah, to know. I feel like, right. I feel, I feel like the show, you know, not that people really care, but I think about this all the time because this is what I work on. I think when mm -hmm. I sort of got involved with this in a programming level and became the program co-chair, the show was a much more about what people had already done. So it was, yeah. it was really, really heavily case study stuff. And we still do some of that and, and a decent amount of it, but it was very much like, here's what happened in our organization. And maybe you can learn something from it. We've pivoted right. a, a lot more into a, here's how you do these things yourself, how you can approach them, how you can think about them, how you can execute them and bringing in lots more experts, lots more, you know, subject matter experts and on implementations and on uh, change management and on uh, uh, business case development, ROI calculations. Uh, we, you know, how to run it. We've, we've done sessions on how to, how to organize a demonstration meeting with a vendor, like who should be in the room and what questions should you ask? And that's important because, again, if you're only buying technology once or twice in your whole career, you don't know. You don't know what should happen. And honestly, the vendors appreciate it, too, because it helps them set a course of what, you know, what a buyer might really want to talk about or might really have questions about. Instead, what happens, and I can tell you because this was I was this person before I had sessions like this, right, when I was buying technology, you go out and you Google like an RFP and then you try <laughs> You try and doctor the questions up, you know, with your C-suite to what they should be for you. You know, we didn't hire consultants to do this for us. We were HR people who'd never done this before trying to do it on our own. And um, that definitely was not the most effective way. It would have been much better if I had had sort of a cheat sheet or a checklist to kind of say, okay, here are just some of the major categories of questions you probably really need to be thinking about. And here, you know, here's how you put it into play. To yeah. me, those practical sessions are every bit as important as sort of those rear view mirror sessions as well. Because yeah, it's nice to hear about how, you know, this large company or that large company did something, but sometimes the translation into, okay, what does that mean for me? That's where some of that can get lost. So I do think you're right. I think you've got a lot of sessions. I'm, can I hold up where I know it's not on video for everybody else, but I have my, my HR tech brochure, which comes in the mail every June. And, and, which what, do you do, what, and what do you do, Trish, when you get that brochure? What's the first thing you do? I look to see if I'm in it. That's, I knew it. Pictures. I knew it. Where's my did, picture? Did I do. Because, you know, not that, it, not that there always is a picture. So this year, and it's always, can I tell you, let's talk about mail. Because I hate getting mail, like, through the U.S. Postal Service mail. I really don't because it's almost always bills. Um, but this, this little brochure comes every June and it's sealed and it's sealed top and bottom with these little stickers, yeah, like over the edges that's there. Right. It's very important and contents have, in there. So it's like, it makes it feel a little bit like naughty. Like, I don't know. I don't know what's in it, 
but they, the, the rest of the world and my mailman cannot see it. Exactly. I have to bust open the seals of the brochure just to see what's in it. So this year I'm thumbing through, right? And I'm in there twice. There are there two pictures go. of me, which I never knew. I know. I was so, so shocked. Here, I was like, now, they're tiny. But so next year I'm going to try to get you on the cover, Trish. And that way your mail person, when they deliver the yeah. mail, they could say, wait a minute. Who's this? Wait, is this her? Hey, do you know who is on the cover? Speaking of, um, I didn't. It, it's our friends, Mike Krupa and Chris Tavrilla right there on the cover. <laughs> you know that? You, yes. Because I know you don't. I, I do not choose. Do the, I do not choose the shirt. pictures, but yes. Look at that. I. So shout out to Mike and Chris. Look at that, Michael Krupa, uh, right on the cover. That is I love picture. that. I, I will say a couple things, and maybe I'll tell that story someday, or maybe we'll tell it. Maybe we'll tell that story, Trish, at at, at something I want to mention for HR Tech next week in Las Vegas that we're doing at the show for the first time, for the very first time since we've been, we've been doing this podcast for a long time. We've been both been going to HR Tech for a long time. We have never done a live HR happy hour show from HR Tech. We are doing that for the first time next week. Hey. It's next, uh, I'm really excited. next Wednesday afternoon. It's going to be That's at around right. 4.30 PM ish in the mm -hmm. expo hall in what's called the Pitch Fest Theater, which is going to be really cool, where we'll be using for the Pitch Fest when the Pitch Fest is happening, but we'll also be using that theater for the live HR happy hour show. So if you're at the show and you're in the expo, it's, it's in one of the, it's after sessions are over for the day, so it's kind of the refreshment break, the HR happy hour at HR Tech, essentially. That, that was the gimmick. That was the theme. And so you That's can right. come in. There'll be drinks. There'll be food. You can find your way to the Pitch Fest Theater can sit down watch us do the show live we have some special guests coming i'm not going to announce who they are yet because i'm still working a couple of angles some trish and i of course will be there some special guests will come through from the hr tech community it's going to be super fun um if we can figure out a way and i'm not sure trish on this i'm not sure if we can actually broadcast it live live like live stream it still working on a couple of those details but if not we'll get it posted really quickly for folks who are not at hr tech next week as well so i am super excited to be doing the show trish even this i'll tell you one more thing we are even having a big sign printed up for us. It's going to have like our pictures on it, our logo on it. Isn't that pretty cool? I can't wait. It's very cool. Very cool. Do you remember, speaking of that, do you remember the very first time that we ever had our pictures on a big sign? I believe I do because you just told me the story recently. But why don't so you tell the story we, for our, our listeners? Because I believe that you told me so, that story off, off the air. It was so long ago. So it was, I think it was 2010 and we were going to speak at HR Florida, which I just got back from, uh, recently and, uh, amazing event, but that we get there and we were going to be on a social media panel and I knew they had asked for headshots and whatnot, but you know, I wasn't, I hadn't been speaking all that long, at least, you know, publicly and, uh, you know, just within organizations. And so it was fun. We, we walk through, um, this huge hallway and we see this big banner at the very end and it was enormous. It was like, I don't even know, 10, ten feet tall or something. It was, it was quite, it quite substantial. It had these huge, huge pictures of, was it me, you, Mark Stelsner, William Tincup and Franny Oxford. I mean, these were like bigger than life size. It was so funny. I just couldn't even believe it. I thought, oh my gosh. And then I remember like looking over 
to the right was like one of those little easel stands with like a small little poster board thing with the keynote picture, like right there. <laughs> Ours was enormous. And then the keynote was like really tiny. So I do remember anyway. that sign. I do remember that. And here's the funny thing. It, it, it's funny to me and maybe you too, Trish, the listeners maybe don't care. I'm still using that same, that same profile, that same headshot from 2010. I'm still not any with it. My friend. <laughs> no, we just talked about this yesterday. Well, so, for the whole world to know, we're going to put you on notice. Um, we both had new headshots taken when we went to uh, Cornerstone On Demand yes, um, to their analyst event this summer. So thank you, Cornerstone, for helping us with that. And um, and no, and so we're going to be using the new headshots, Steve, of what you actually look like. And then you're going to change it on Twitter and Instagram and LinkedIn and all the places. So everyone, keep your eyes peeled. If you do not see a new photograph for Mr. Bose, please feel free to text him, message him, DM him, whatever. And publicly the, harass. And I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't really bring it up because it seems very kind of self-centered and egotistical to think that anybody gives a crap about my profile picture, which I'm certain. No, we really don't. But here's the thing, Trish. <laughs> About uh, so ten or so years ago, when I transitioned to the current the current headshot, right? I mm -hmm. made a transition mm -hmm. online from some right. other picture to the current one, and I, right. I I heard about it for weeks, like it was right. because the old one, I guess people didn't think the new one even looked like the person in the old one, and there was a big no. hullabaloo. It was about a big it. deal. Yeah, it was a big deal. So that's why I do it every decade or so. I can't take the drama like changing it out more frequently, right? So. <laughs> Every, once a decade, well, I can handle it. As my daughter told you yesterday, yes, um, you know, she is a freshman in high school, and she said it would be the equivalent of her using a picture of her when she was four in her freshman yearbook. But, you, so, but if you got a good four-year-old picture that you liked, you said, boy, I look good in this one at four on the playground or in, in, on the seesaw or something. All right, we, we, we veered a little bit, a little bit off topic, but the point... Right, let's the, get the, back. Let's talk about one or two more things for HR Tech Emergency Show. The main, what do people need to know? The, look, here's the thing. You need to come. You, there's still time to come. That's the first thing if you're not coming. www.hrtechconference.com. Use my code, Steve300. Still, You can still get there. I think there's still rooms in the hotels maybe. And if you can't get into the hotel, the Venetian or the Palazzo. There, I think there might be a, a, few, a few left. There's 25,000 other hotel rooms all over the Strip, right? We're really centrally located. It's easy to get around. It's going to be super fun. I would say other things I'm really, really excited about, Trish, of course, our annual technology showcases. We're doing a great, awesome new technology showcase. A number of great companies participating. Uh, see if I can rip them off of the top of my head, but it's ADP, ServiceNow, some total. You earned it. Um, I'm blanking on the last couple. Mm, uh, they're going to be mad at me. There's a couple of other great ones. We're doing a pitch fest that we mentioned in the expo hall. 30 companies are pitching, startup companies. The winner, Trish, of the start of the pitch fest uh, competition, the winner, $25,000 grand prize. How about that? That's amazing. That's, that's actually not, amazing. That's not bad at all. Not and too shabby. That would cover like our, the drink and, and, and food bill for, you know, me and me and the boys going out on Friday night once the conference is over, maybe. Oh, goodness. But I know, you know what? This is actually, it's here's the deal. If you're not coming, you should be, and here's why. Because whether you're there to actually buy technology, it's it's a great way if you're a practitioner who's trying to buy something to really see everything, get it all done in two or three days instead of trying to do this over the course of many months, because I was that person. 
Um, so it was very valuable in that regard. I think if you're someone who likes continuing to learn and also with just so many um, so many trends that are changing right now, it's it's a good way to hit up those sessions and, and learn from that. It's a good it's a good place to go if you're looking for something very specific. I was just kind of paging through. I mean, there's whole tracks on research insights only. Yeah. There's whole tracks on HR transformation, whole tracks on workplace innovation or on um, talent acquisition. So even if you have something, if you think, oh, like I'm really, you know, my organization's struggling with talent acquisition right now and that's really, so this this show wouldn't be a good fit for me. It would because you also kind of have it to where you can truly do that deep dive into some of these um, meaty topics it doesn't have to be a more a generalist approach to an event. So yeah. I, I like to set up where you can do both. And, um, and I feel like there's just more than ever. I, I, there, it's always this way, Steve, for me, it's like there, there are always so many sessions that I never get to. Yeah. It's um, always tough. That's one complaint I get every I, year. I, I Oh, yeah. you know, I wanted to go to X and I couldn't go to Y because that's at the same time and we're doing our best. And, uh, to try to have a diverse amount of content so that maybe if you're going with a colleague or some other folks on your team, you guys can split up and one of you can go to certain sessions and another can go to other sessions and try to split it up that way. But we'll, the, speaking of deep dive too, the last thing I think I'll mention and, and then we'll wind it down is uh, we have some some uh, industry analyst experts coming, friends of ours and, and just industry thought leaders coming to do deep dives around different market segments of the HR tech landscape. So things like payroll and workforce management, talent management, talent acquisition, AI technology in HR, deep dive on that. Our friend Ben Eubanks is doing that, member of the HR Happy Hour Podcast Network. So really in-depth content around success, implementation strategies, vendor selection, understanding the marketplace, followed by really interesting insights into how do you succeed with these technologies uh, from a wide range of experts, plus plus big, big celebrity keynotes and the HR Happy Hour show live. I mean, what else do you need? What else do you need, Trish? I feel like that's it. You just put a bow on it. I mean, that's and legal sports big... le and legal sports betting, which is exciting for some <laughs> of us. Yeah, and when do you find time? It was funny. I was looking at um at my calendar on Wednesday. I literally have from like eight in the morning until ten at night. I have thirty minutes at one point, and then I have fifteen minutes at another. That's it. That's all I have open. Like. It's insane. The yeah. amount of, of stuff that gets jam packed into those three days is it's absolutely crazy in a good way. But yeah. you know what, too? Can I also mention, can you give out the hashtag for anybody who, for whatever crazy reason, is not coming or, you know, you're going to be coming next year and you just can't make it to this year? Because I do think that even if you're not able to make it this year, follow the, the is it is it HR Tech? C-O-N-F. Yep, it's hashtag H-R-Tech-C-O-N-F, H-R-Tech-Conf, which is the hashtag and is also the Twitter handle for the conference, at H-R-Tech-Conf. I'll put both of those in the show notes. It, this, yeah. yeah, this used to be the kind of thing where you'd have to – I used to – I used to a few – five years ago, Trish, when I first became the program co-chair, I would – I. I would tweet a lot during the show because I felt like I, you know, it's part of what I was doing. I was sending out information, pumping up things, hyping a little bit, you know, here's where, here's when registration opens, things like that. I used to do that every single day. I do less of that or almost none of it anymore. A, because I'm, I'm so busy. I'm busier than ever at the show, but B, I don't need to. The, the Twitter stream for this conference is insane. It's, it's already started. Actually, if you, if you, did a search on the hashtag right now, I'll bet oh, there's yeah, 25 tweets uh, in the last 10 minutes. So, uh, yeah. yeah, follow us online, 
www.hrtechconference.com. If you are coming, download the mobile app from Android or Apple uh, Store. Everything you need is there. The schedule, the maps, the layouts, uh, late last minute changes to the agenda all go to the app. So make sure you do that. Yep. So you've already done it. I don't think I've done it. Look at Isn't that. It, that looks good. I, I never, I'm going to be honest. I, I'm not a big app fan when it comes to events, but I, I really like this one. I've had it for about a week or so, maybe a little longer. Right. Um, I have everything organized. It's all right there for me. I even have my planner which has my full itinerary on it, all loaded, ready to go, where I need to be, when I need to be. That includes everything from sessions to meetings to external things that you want to add on there or whatever. There are, um, it looks like there's, you know, a video gallery. There, there are go. product galleries. Um, yeah, I mean, you can go right now. I love this video gallery. You can go in there right now and see, you know, things that SAP Success Factors has posted or, or Qualtrics uh, employee experience has posted. I mean, they're, so it's kind of a little bit of everything. I love it. It also tells you where the booths are. So I back to the circle back to the beginning where I said the expo is my favorite. The one thing I'm really, really bad at is knowing where things are. So this will be the first time where I'm really trying to use the app to see if I can find all of those uh, booths that I'm really most interested in. So cool. very helpful. All right. I think we covered everything. I, and for folks, uh, you know, uh, I was going to say apologies to listeners who aren't going to be out at HR Tech and, and didn't want to listen to all this, but you know what? I'm not going to apologize. Like you said, Trish, this is our show. This is the only interesting show in HR, uh, quite frankly, the only one that matters. I think that I want that to be our new tagline, the only HR podcast that matters. <laughs> I think that's already true. Thanks to the million plus. A million plus. I can't, we're going to be at 2 million soon. So anyway, that's Trish McFarland. Great. Uh, thank you so much. Thanks to our friends at Virgin Pulse, of course. We'll see them next week. We'll see you next week out at the show. I'm leaving tomorrow, so stop emailing me, everybody. I'm kidding. But uh, we're going to have a great event next week and a great show. So thanks, everybody, for listening. My name's Steve Bose. For Trish McFarland, for everyone, for Marco Polo, our special guest today, this has been the HR Happy Hour Show. Remember to subscribe, download, rate, review, tell a friend. Thanks for listening. We will see you next time. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the HR Happy Hour Show, your source for information and conversation on work, the workplace, technology, and more. Learn more and listen to all the show archives at www.hrhappyhour.net.